Brothers and sisters, welcome back to episode 14 of the Bear Truth Podcast. In today's episode, today is going to be another very special episode because I'm bringing today some mystery that the Holy Spirit had actually brought to me. And this is something a lot of people get confused with, but uh, welcome back and I hope that God will touch you this episode. Make sure to share this podcast where keep on growing in different places and uh, I want to thank you guys for the encouragement. Let's go ahead and get into the mystery for today. All right, so this mystery for today is from Philippians chapter 4, verse 10 through 13, which says, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. So the main thing that we're going to be focusing on is Philippians 4.13, a verse that literally every Christian knows. And if you don't know it, make sure you learn because it's a, a Bible verse that everyone needs in their life. But this is the issue. And you may be saying, how how is this, Eddie, the mystery? Everybody understands this. This is easy to understand. Philippians 4.13. 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Easy peasy, right? How can anyone mess that up? But this is also the most misinterpreted chapter and verse in the Bible, right? And uh, on bare truth, we're here to unravel the truth. And I'm going to tell you the truth. And this is what the Holy Spirit showed me. You may not think that there's a mystery in here. You may not think that you understood it the wrong way. You may think you understood it the right way. But listen, If you are that person that probably understood it the right way, please listen to it because this is what the Holy Spirit showed me and I want to show it to all of you. So a lot of us, when we come to this passage in Philippians chapter 4, we just focus on Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But we don't look at the context. And that's what a lot of people make mistakes doing when they read the Bible. They just focus on one verse. That's it. Bam, I understand it. But then you understand it in the wrong way, the Holy Spirit, the way that the Holy Spirit doesn't want you to understand it. And you understand it how you want to understand it. If you don't look at the context, you're not going to understand it. Let's look at the context. Above verse 13, it says in verse 12, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things. I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. We have to look here to understand the true meaning of Philippians 4.13. So what do a lot of people, because I want to show you, maybe you don't understand. Maybe you're like, okay, Eddie, show me what I don't understand. Show me what you think I'm wrong about. I will show you. When we read Philippians 4.13, again, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We think about this, like God, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm going to go buy this car because you're going to strengthen me. I'm going to go to work today and make a lot of money because you strengthened me. I'm going to go do this because you strengthened me. I'm going to go do that because you strengthened me. And I think we've all been in this kind of moment in our life as well. Have you ever just been in this moment where you're so confident? Like you ask God, God, give me a sign that this is your will. God, give me a dream that this is your will. God, do something today for me to see that this is your will. But then after you pray that and you wait and you wait and wait, nothing happens. You don't get no sign. You don't get no dream. You don't get any sign from God at all. It's because most of the time we rely on Philippians 4.13 and understand it in an incorrect way. The real meaning behind Philippians 4.13 is exactly what Paul said in verse 12. 
He knows how to be abased. And he said he knows how to be abound in all things. He said that he knows what it is and what it is how to be like in need. He knows what it feels like to be in need. He knows what it feels like to have. So you see, this is the point of Philippians 4.13, that you're strengthened in times that you have, and you are strengthened and also in times that you're in need. So when you're in a time of trouble and you're in a time of need, God is there to strengthen you. And when you have, God is also there to strengthen you through things, right? That's what the real meaning is. Because Paul said, I have learned to be strengthened and to be helped by God in times of need. And I have learned to be strengthened by God in times that I have. So again, this is what Philippians 4.13 actually means. And you see, when you read that, you understand the context. Because again, at the end of verse 12, Paul says, both to abound and to suffer need. He was strengthened in times that he needed things. And he was strengthened in times that he had. You see, this is what Philippians 4.13 actually means. It doesn't mean if you ask God for this and that and all that you want, God, you're going to strengthen me. I'm going to do this. God strengthens you, but in the way that you don't actually understand. You see, so many times we think with our own flesh mind that it's going to be like this. It's going to be like that. You pray, expect that it's going to be exactly how your mind thinks of it, and then bam, it happens. But in the end, it doesn't happen. That's why I gave you guys the example. You ask for a sign, a dream, you don't get it then, right? Because God works in a way you don't understand. And that's why the prophet Isaiah prophesied. God spoke through Isaiah saying, my ways are higher than your ways. He thinks higher than us. We don't think like him. We always think in our way, how God's going to work in our way. But God works in his perfect way. He has a perfect timing. So Paul is showing us basically, and if we look into context, the real meaning behind Philippians 4.13 is that in times of need, when you are in trouble, God will strengthen you, but in his way and in times that you have and you are not in need, God will also strengthen you in what you need in that kind of time too, right? So, and that God, God will work in his own perfect way. So it's always important to think like this, put your fleshly mind away, take your mind off of how you think, and just trust in God that the way he thinks is better than how you think. And that he'll work it out in the way that he knows best for you. Because your way is not better than his way. If you look in James chapter 4 verse 3, this is how we have to be all the time. And this is connected very much to Philippians 4.13. James 4.3 says, You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. This is where we go back again to asking for a sign, a dream, and you don't get it. A lot of the time when we come before God, we ask amiss, it says in the Bible. And that means you ask using your own mind because you want it how you want it. You don't want it how God wants it. You want it how you want it, when you want it, at this day, at this time, this hour. You want it to go how you want it to go. But God says no. And so guess what? He doesn't answer you in that prayer. Because you ask amiss, again, how you want. And the Bible says so that you can spend it on your pleasures then. And that's why you may be asking, why does God not answer my prayers? Why doesn't God give me like a sign when I need a sign, a dream when I need a dream? It's because most of the time we ask amiss and it's most of the time for our pleasure, which is not God's will. And again, our fleshly mind comes in the way of us and God, between me and God, which is not okay. Let God work it all out. 
God does not ask much of you. All he asks of you is to come and to do your part. And your part is to come before him and just ask him, God, what do I do today? God, what do I do in this situation? God, give me strength in times of weakness. God, give me strength in times that I have and help me and guide me to do your will and not my will. There's a song, I believe it's by Matthew West. He said in the song that we should all, we should live all for him and not for me. And that's true. It's a true statement. We should live all for God and not for me, right? God's writing the story in your life. You're living it. You're playing the character. God is writing your story. Even though you don't understand or see what's in front of you, God is writing the story even when you don't know the story. But you just got to walk on God's path and be a light and walk in God's plan and be in his will. If you look in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, again, another verse that connects very well to Philippians 4.13. 1 Thessalonians 5.15 says, See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all. And verse 16, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Right, so you can see, we should always be thankful in all things. We should always thank God in all things, whether he works in how you want, which most of the time he will not, or works how he wants. We should always be thankful, right? In all kinds of circumstances, it doesn't matter. God knows what is best for us. God knows what we actually need. God knows what we have to do. And we have to always come before God giving things. That's a very important thing that God wants us to do. Even though it didn't work, out how we want it to work out we still need to give god thanks you have things to thank him for a lot of the time we say i don't know what to thank him for but you have so much to thank him for for this day that you woke up to for a job for money for family for your pets for a house the roof over your head for the breakfast you had for the lunch you had right for the friends you have even for the phone you have the bible you have right? The weather, whatever, even if it's raining, you should thank God when it's raining. You should thank God when it's sunny. Thank him when there's natural disasters, even always be thankful in all kinds of circumstances. I mean, Paul, uh, such a great example. And he spoke all of these things and he has the right to speak all of these things because this man suffered so, so, so much nonstop being put into prison, preaching the gospel, going in front of court, suffering and being beaten to the point even of death almost. I mean, this man went through so much and he said all these things guided by the Holy Spirit. And that's what he means by Philippians 4.13. And I want to come to an end here. That's what he means by Philippians 4.13. He was in time of need in jail and hurting in times of when he was in jail and being beaten. But guess what? God strengthened him in times of need, not his way. I mean, think of it. This man was in jail for so, so long. How do you think his fleshly mind was thinking? God, I want to get out of here. I want to get out of jail. I don't want to be in jail. But guess what? God willed for him to be in jail. And that's where God put him so that God can use him there. Outside of jail and inside of jail. And in times that he was not in need and he had what he needed and he was blessed through other people. Guess what? God still strengthened him to preach the word, to do God's will. But in times when he was in jail and he was in a time of need and being beaten and suffering, God still strengthened him. And that's the same thing for us. That's what Philippians 4.13 actually means. It's not for our desires. It's not if I want a car, God, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. I can get that car. I can start this through Christ who strengthens me. I mean, a lot of people look at it like this. A lot of young teens go to school today. They go to college or university. They pick a college or university, pick whatever program they want. But this is the issue. 
they say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then they don't ask God, God, is this your will? Is it not your will? They say, no, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. They go to school. They pick a program. It seems to be going well. You're doing good. Maybe you're struggling a little bit, but you're going through and you're saying, well, you know, how do I know it was God's will? Because God got me into school. That's how I know. Well, that's not really a sign from God that God got you into school. It's not a sign that it was God's will just because you got into school. Anybody can do anything they want. If a man wants to be a rich man, he can go be a rich man. If a man wants to go do a bunch of things and wrong things with women, he can do. He can go do that. He has the will, the free will to go do that. If you want to go to school and you have the grades, the good marks to go to school, then go to school. I mean, you can go to school. You can get in. But that doesn't mean it's God's will. I mean, think of Joseph. He surely, after he got those dreams as a young kid, he surely did not imagine that he's going to have to be sold to people who sold spices and then be sold to slavery into Egypt to the Pharaoh and to be abused by his brothers and to suffer in prison. But look at the end of his life and how it came to be. You see, I mean, a lot of the time it's not how we want. We want it to go how we want, but that's not how it is. So it's not I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me in God's way, not my way. God's way, not in my own way. God will support you in a time of need. God will support you in times that you have. God is there to strengthen you in any kind of moment, not in the way that you want, though. So it's important to put your way, put away your fleshly mind. Remember what the Bible tells us. Again, another misinterpreted verse. Set your mind on things above and not on the things of the earth. Again, set your mind on the things above and not on the things of the earth. That's what it also means. Let God do what he knows best. Ask God to give you wisdom so you can see like him through the spirit, to think like him through the spirit, and to do all things like him through the spirit. Because the Bible does guide us and tell us to be perfect like him and to be holy like him in all his ways. Because we have to be a light, a salt, an example for other people. But coming to an end of today's mystery, I hope you understand now really what Philippians 4.13 means. It's not our way, it's not our will, but it's God's will and God's way for us in his life. So be careful what you're doing. Not all things work out the way we want it to work out, but it works out in God's way, God's perfect way. We do have a free will. I can't say that you don't. But until you fall into, into that hole, then you will not realize that it wasn't God's will. And be careful, those of you who go to school, be careful that you don't fall into that hole and then realize that it is too late. You know, it's not God's will. Always make decisions with God. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you by trusting in God's will, by him strengthening you in a time of need. And in a time that you have, and I can be an example for some of you right now, I don't go to school. And before, when, you know, when I finished and I graduated high school, I graduated with very high marks, with good grades. I got a reward for having high grades too, beside my diploma. And so did many other friends from church and school. They also got that uh, diploma or achievement as well of having high grades and I could have simply I could have simply went to college and I did that's what I was going to do actually I was simply going to go to college I was going to be an electrical engineer do some kind of electrical work because I knew that's very popular in my area people make a lot of money for it little did I know that this was not God's will for my life closed literally all the doors for me I had what I needed everything was perfect God literally closed all the doors for me and I'm like God what is happening right now? I mean, can I not do what I want? And I prayed and asked God, and I prayed for a long, long time. And finally came the day when God spoke through a person to me. 
that God would open a door in my life from nothing. God would open a door from nothing and bring me a huge blessing, a blessing that I never realized that I'll achieve. And I do realize that it has something to do with this podcast and to preach online. Now, I don't, I haven't been opened this door yet. This door hasn't been opened to me just yet, but I do have to be patient. And maybe some of you are in the same situation with me. Just trust in God's will, because this is what Philippians 4.13 really means, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Even though I don't go to school right now and I'm in need of a future, God told me my future is in his hands and that he has it all planned. Trust in God with your future. Do your part by coming before him, though. God bless you guys. May God guide you in all your ways and may he really strengthen you in times that you really need it and in times that you have. And may he be there for you in all your ways. Amen. Coming to an end of episode 14 in the Bear Truth Podcast, I hope you now understand and I hope the Holy Spirit showed you now what Philippians 4.13 really understands. It's a very misinterpreted Bible verse in the Bible. Though it's so short and it seems so easy to be understood, you still need the Holy Spirit in everything that you do. Don't ever think that just because something looks easy in the Bible to understand because something is so short in the Bible that you can understand it with your own mind. God written this word with a wisdom that nobody on this earth can achieve on their own, but only through the Holy Spirit. It's always important that you read through the Holy Spirit, that you're guided through by the Holy Spirit. So read always with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will show you these mysteries. God bless you guys, and may He use you. And I pray that God will bless your lives and to give you a hope and strengthen you in times of need and times that you have. And I pray that God just be with you in all kinds of ways. And if you can share this podcast, that'd be amazing. Thank you guys for those of you who have been sharing the podcast. But if you can share the podcast on your stories, Snapchat, Instagram, story, whatever you use, TikTok, because uh, a lot of you guys have been doing it. And God has been using you guys to do this because now we're in so many countries growing and we're heading towards number one in many countries. I don't know how long that'll take, but it's all in God's hands. And um, we're available on YouTube as well. Uh, if you want to look up our YouTube channel will be in the link of the description. You can see our YouTube channel there. I post uh, previews on there. I don't post podcasts all the time on there, but other things. You can see me uh, talking with other people, bringing other people to Christ on there as well, and just other things to encourage you. And if you want to send us a message, my link of the email will be in the link below. If you want to go check that out, send me a message. But coming to an end, God bless you all, and may he guide you and take care of you in the next coming week. Amen.